Hey gearheads and welcome to Garage Talk, a discussion about all things automotive. I'm Corey. And I'm Matt. And each week this podcast will serve as a catalyst for discussion on all sorts of topics that grind our gears, rev our engines, or just need a little extra conversation. On this week's episode, we are actually beginning a two-part series on car movies. Because we all know we can't talk about car movies just in one podcast. So uh, we are going to break it into two different movies. Uh, I think we'll agree some. Disagree, but a little bit, maybe half, maybe more. Just we'll, we'll see where it goes from here because we have not shared our list with each other yet, so this is all live, uh, live reactions. We shall see how this goes. As always, this is a discussion about all things automotive. You are listeners just as well as it is between the two of us, and you can get back in touch with us on all social media platforms. Or you can go to our website for links to our YouTube, our email address, and all that. That is gtgaragetalk.com. You can give us feedback, especially on this episode, because we have our list. We know y'all have your list oh, yeah. of car movies, so we absolutely want to hear back from you. Did we get things wrong? Uh, are we wrong? Are Do we love too much? Do we hate too much? So it'll be really interesting to see. But, Matt, do you want to kick us off with one of your movies on your list? I, I would be happy to kick us off with right. one of one of my all-time favorites. And I was actually talking to my wife a little bit ago about this film. Uh, I own this film on DVD somewhere. <laughs> I don't know for sure where it has ended up in all the several moves since yes. I got it. But I found a copy on DVD of the 1974 version. The OG... Gone in 60 seconds. That's an interesting one. I, and I, I like, it's it's almost a cult classic mm-hmm. kind of a film because uh, there's not much um, depth <laughs> to the film, um, but it set so many records right. uh, for the film industry, for the automotive industry within film uh, that it's definitely worth mentioning um and it spurred a remake and and it spurred a remake um and i actually uh the remake part of this um i'll mention this later based on one of my other favorites uh but it's also a remake and i did not realize until i was doing some digging today that it's a remake also but this one uh the guess is somewhere between 90 and 130 cars Damaged or destroyed entirely in the making of this film. Um, so why don't you give our listeners and our viewers who are unfamiliar, uh, just because, I mean, you and I both know what we're talking about, right. but maybe not everyone. Uh, give us a quick synopsis. All right. So uh, I, I pulled the storyline off of IMDb, and so I'll just kind of read through this a little bit, give you a, a, a basis of what uh, is taking place in this film. Insurance investigator Mandarin Pace and his team lead double lives as unstoppable car thieves. When a South American drug lord pays Pace to steal 48 cars for him, all but one, a 1973 Ford Mustang, fun fact on that one in a minute, uh, are in the bag. So all of them but the 73 Mustang are in the bag as Pace prepares to rip off the fastback uh, codename Eleanor, 
which carries over to the later film, in Long Beach, he is unaware that his boss has tipped off the police after a business dispute. Detectives are waiting and pursuit pace through five cities as he desperately tries to get away. Now, one of the records for this film was the length of the car chase. And I want you to realize... For this, typically in in car chase scenes, they're minutes, right. like three, five, seven. I mean, ten minute car chase is a long right. car chase, especially um, when you're talking of the logistics of filming. Yes, I mean, yeah, weeks, shutting down cities and weeks of filming for ten minutes worth of a car chase. This car chase was forty minutes of this hour-and-a-half-long film. <laughs> it set the record for the longest film. I don't know how long it's held that record. I couldn't find that information, but it, it, it set the record for the longest car chase and the most damaged vehicles in a single car chase on film. So, if I'm doing my math right, and I'm not, because I've already forgotten the numbers, <laughs> uh, that is a good chunk of the movie dedicated oh, yes. solely to a car chase. Yes. So how much story would you say is in this movie? Um, well, uh, there may have been about ten words said in that 40 minutes time. So most of the film is dedicated to this 40-minute yes. car chase. Yeah. It's, uh, but it's spectacular. Um, the, uh, the director, producer, and star of the film actually did the driving in the 73 Mustang, um, and... Naturally. Uh, well, yeah, of it's course. It's just an excuse. <laughs> <laughs> the funny thing was, though, and I was reading this through on uh, Wikipedia, so take that for what you will, but uh, it says both, and he only could afford two, Mustangs were actually 71s that the grills were changed out on, nice. and you know a couple of the little details to make them look like they were 73s for a film that came out in 74. So they were they were meant to look like brand new brand new Mach 1 Mustangs but never really were. Nice. Um, so, you know, fun little tidbit of information there. So, uh, 73 Mustang and uh, at one point in the film there was a, a a wreck that happened he he cuts across he's flying down the highway, cuts across four lanes of traffic and actually clips another vehicle and wraps the front of the car around a telephone pole and backs up and takes off again. <laughs> like, the director, the star of the film, is in the driver's seat of the vehicle at the time when this happens, and everyone thought he was dead. Until he backed up. Until he backed up and took off again. <laughs> there are car wrecks all over the place in this film. It is fantastic. Um... According to IMDb, it had a budget of 150000 so... Right. That's a pretty cheap film to make. And Granted, it, it was... It cleared $40 million, yeah. so, I mean... <laughs> That's quite interesting. Yeah, the ROI is pretty, pretty <laughs> yes. good on that one for 40 minutes of... Uh... Most people would take that. <laughs> so, I want to talk a little bit about the remake, because yeah. I recently brought that up on our Facebook and Instagram uh, accounts, because... Uh, it was recently on sale on yeah. iTunes for yeah. four ninety nine. So naturally, I snatched it up. Naturally, <laughs> I've watched it since then. So it's very recent in my oh, memory. Yeah. And uh, so this movie came out in two thousand, starring Nicolas Cage, Angelina Jolie, and some yeah. other people. And uh, 
very impressionable time. Oh yeah. In my life, I was fourteen years old. Yeah. Uh, dreaming about my first car. Yeah. And here's a movie all about stealing the hottest cars of the day and some classics. Yeah. Um, I didn't care about acting. I didn't care about the story. <laughs> um, having that knowledge now about acting and story and all, right. all that stuff. Uh, very cringeworthy movie. Oh, yeah. And performance. Yeah. Um, yeah. The jokes, the, just everything in it. Um, I still love it, though. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and uh, even with the star of the movie being a Ford Mustang, which is a direct competitor and nemesis to <laughs> my favorite car of all time, uh, I, I still thoroughly enjoy that movie for the gearhead in me. Um, As do I. As do I. And according to IMDb here, it had a budget of um, hmm, just a modest $90 million. Oh, is that all? (laughs) Yeah, just a little bit more than the 1974 version. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Of course, that is estimated. Um, And it broke... Uh, gross USA, hundred we'll round up hundred and two million. Uh, oh wow! C- cumulative worldwide two thirty seven. So okay. they made their money back, yeah. but nowhere near as lucrative no. as nineteen seventy four. No, no, no. Uh, but again, you kind of mentioned it before. Uh, the nineteen seventy four version kind of broke ground. It, it oh yeah, it, it, it steered huh? <laughs> <laughs> the automotive industry. And automotive film into a new direction and kind of ushered in probably a lot of the other movies we're going to end up talking about. Probably so. So, But, uh, yeah, let's see. This one is 118 minutes and no record on how long the car chase is with Eleanor in this one. It is not 40 minutes. It is not 40 minutes. (laughs) But uh, it's still... I'm pretty... Pretty Good sure uh, Nicholas Cage and Angelina J- Jolie did not want to share forty minutes of a film with a car. Yeah. So. Yeah, when you've got those two big names in it. Uh, yeah. To be upstaged by a car. Right. Yeah. That that that's kind of a tough one. So. We're gonna try and lead uh, into franchises in our follow-up episode to this. So I'm gonna have to go down my list a little because I have several. (laughs) And one thing you will notice about my list, um, when it comes to movies, uh, I am very much a millennial. Uh, I like new stuff. Uh, So you will see probably my oldest movie looking on here is probably from the 2000, early 2000s, late 90s. Um, not to say that I don't appreciate older films. I, I just have not watched a lot of classic car films. We'll just leave it at that. <laughs> Fry me in the comments, if you will. <laughs> but uh, So I'm going to bring up a newer one. This is definitely not like super high on my list uh, because really more for comedic effect but uh you gotta bring up ricky bobby uh, so talladega nights the ballad uh, of ricky bobby <laughs> for all you nascar fans out there <laughs> matt's already rolling his eyes hanging his head at me that i brought it up but i had to make sure this got in the episode at some point fair enough so fair enough. i cannot tell you 
how many times I quote this movie <laughs> in a week. I've quoted it already tonight before we started filming. Um, it, it, it's a very quotable film. Yes. Uh, you can't help but. Uh, it, it, it's, it's. I was giving Matt a hard time about story and all that of the original Gone in 60 Seconds. Um, story and the acting and the performance of uh, Talladega Nights isn't much better. Yeah. Uh, especially a film starring Will Ferrell. So, well, yeah. Uh, the difference being, I think, it was purposefully overdone. Right. right. Yeah. As are most Will Ferrell movies. Oh, yeah. Yep. And so I'm uh, pulling up IMDb on it right now just so we can really go into it. So this one came out in 2006. Talladega Nights, The Ballad of Ricky Bobby. Let's see what we've got here as far as budget and income, uh, according to our good old friend. So, uh, did come in cheaper than okay. Gone in 60 Seconds. I would hope so. Estimated $72.5 million. Wow. Um, and gross US, uh, 148 so um, did pretty good. They over doubled. Uh, what they spent on it cumulative worldwide 163 so did very well yeah uh, I, like I said this one is one of those cult comedy classics haha <laughs> alliteration <laughs> um, that really just kind of lingers on and oh, stays yeah. around but if you ain't first you're last <laughs> I mean <laughs> and uh, yeah so I mean I could probably quote this the rest of the night that we're here and uh, <laughs> to spare all of you listeners who absolutely abhor this movie uh, I will do my best not to <laughs> dear sweet baby Jesus <laughs> dear infant baby Jesus <laughs> just, I'm sorry oh, it's, it's too many yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it's too uh, much. yeah. Uh, yeah. so Talladega Nights yes yes so I had to bring it up yeah I had to throw Ricky Bobby out in there oh yeah um, fair enough uh, just <laughs> Uh, Sasha Baron Cohen's character, the French guy, I don't even know his name. I just, <laughs> I quote him, really, really thin pancakes. <laughs> oh my goodness. That film was on, uh, Grant was flipping through the TV the other day, and uh, Grant's my oldest boy, and he was flipping through the TV the other day, and that was on, and I stopped and watched it for a little bit, and it was when Ricky Bobby came to um, his house and talked with him in the garden or whatever. I like the amount of inappropriate conversation that happened in that three yeah. minute span of that film was tremendous. But it's not the hilarious. most wholesome movie. No, it, yeah, and probably wouldn't be a featured film for families. Yes, but. I do apologize. <laughs> I do apologize. Oh, but it's uh, if you just need a stupid laugh. Oh yeah. Uh, after the kids go to bed. Yes, it's good for that. I mean, from the very... Ricky Bobby's birth, in the back of... I don't even remember what it was that his dad was driving. Yeah. But uh, he, he pulled a, a J-turn in it, basically, in the hospital parking lot, I think, and he popped out. Yeah. Yeah, but, okay. uh, right. Yeah, just a completely ridiculous movie. Uh, oh, that really just serves to be quoted... Yes. Over and over. Oh yeah, yeah. And yeah, so. So uh, this was this is the other one that I'll I'll dust off. Uh, this was the one that I, I did not realize was a remake, uh, but the Italian Job. Yes. Um, with um, 
Mark Wahlberg, mm-hmm. uh, among others. Jason Statham is in this one. Uh, Charlie Theron, uh, if I'm saying her name more right. Charlie Theron. Yeah, that one. <laughs> um, Edward Norton, Donald Sutherland. Uh, lots of lots of big names in the film. Really um, huge cast on that. Yeah, one. yeah. Um, and I mean, lots of funny places in the film. Um, I I really enjoyed. Uh, watching this one, uh, I need to go back and find the original Italian job and watch it. Um, so this one was on my list as well. It is one that I have watched uh, many times. So this one came out in 2003. Yep. Again, still a very impressionable time of my oh, life. Yeah. Yep. Um, and we're talking, obviously, about the newer one here because neither one of us have any viewing history of the original. No. I did know it was a remake. Um, so that... That did not uh, surprise me any, but uh, yeah. Well, before I get into it, yeah. I kind of cut you off. What are your thoughts on it? Um, so I, I, it's been a long time since I've seen it. Uh, again, we, you know, when we're putting notes together and things for these, um, I had to really rack my brain <laughs> over a couple of them. Uh, influential films for me, but definitely. Uh, well. To that point, like it, it's kind of knowing that many people are going to listen to this list, we're definitely going to forget. Oh movies. yeah, oh yeah. Uh, yeah, and even movies that we absolutely absolutely love. So feel free to absolutely roast us in the comments. Oh yeah, uh, roast us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, roast yeah. us wherever for forgetting your favorite. Uh, but it is a daunting task uh, to come up with a list kind of on the fly. Uh, I did cheat a little. I googled uh, and I, I I searched my iTunes library and my brother's iTunes there you library. Go. So, uh, but yeah. Yeah. So one of the uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to the comment that says, "I can't believe you left out." Insert yes. your you know whatever your favorite it is. Movie. And by all means, like there are there are plenty of movies that I have heard a lot about lately. Um, uh, Don't list them. It may be on my list. <laughs> uh, well, what, but ones that I haven't seen, right. uh, Dirty Harry, Crazy Larry, or Dirty Dirty Mary, Crazy Larry, I, I don't even remember the title of it, uh, car film, yeah. um, uh, Two Lane Blacktop, yeah. never seen it, American Graffiti, never seen, never seen it, uh, so there's there are films that are about cars that are from before my time that I have not yet had the privilege of watching. So Yeah, like I said earlier, I'm guilty of means. having tons of new stuff on my list. Yeah, well and and give us give us some feedback, give us yes. some movies that we need to watch to help correct our lists that are and, compiled. And then we'll come back and share our thoughts about Oh absolutely. Movies with yes, you. yes. Um so yeah, the Italian job. Just a fun, you know, crazy little revenge kind of a film. Yeah. Uh really enjoyed that one. Now, there is, and I'll, I'll see if you can figure this one out as we go along, there is a bit of a, um, a theme mm-hmm. outside of cars. In your movies? In, in the movies that I have selected mm-hmm. in my list. I'll see, um, the, 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 Gone in 60 Seconds does not have this theme, this theme okay. but the others that I have, the other couple well, of ones that I have so on So let's see, you've gone do, from 74 so. to 2003, so right. it may not be a... Um, so my my thoughts again very influential time so 2003 add three years to 14 I would have been 17 so I'm driving by this point in time Uh, I will this star or this movie stars 
as its cars, uh, three Mini Coopers, first-gen yeah. uh, reborn uh, Mini Coopers, which I now have history with nah. uh, Mini Coopers. Uh, prior to this movie coming out, I thought they were ridiculous cars. Well, I yeah. rolled my eyes when Motor Trend Car and Driver wrote about them. Uh, we talked trash about them on the school bus. Um, we, we thought they were ridiculous. Uh, underpowered, too small, right. you name it. Oh, yeah. um, of course, I was into Camaros at the time, so anything without eight cylinders was underpowered. <laughs> but when this movie came out, that kind of changed my perception. I was like, okay, that's, that's kind of yeah. a cool car. You know, all the tricks they did in. Oh, yeah. Which, watching it now, <laughs> with my eyes now, not 17-year-old eyes, I'm like, yeah, that, that would never happen. Or oh, that. yeah. I oh, mean, yeah. just the fact that they made such a big deal about all the weight of the gold right. that they steal in those cars. And then there are scenes of them... I don't think they're necessarily jumping, but they're going from higher elevation to a lower elevation, yeah. and they do a nosedive. Yeah. Yeah, that wouldn't happen. No. Um, that was an empty stunt car, oh, for yeah. sure. Oh, yeah. Uh, but, coming off the staircases. Yeah, and, yeah. yeah climbing staircases oh, yeah. and doing all that crazy no. stuff. Yeah, no. yeah. Total, total movie uh, just yeah. shows Suspension stuff. of disbelief. Oh, yeah, yeah. very much so. Oh, yeah. Uh, but... Man, did I love this car, or this movie, and come to appreciate the car because of the movie. Definitely. Um, doesn't hurt that I had a movie crush on uh, one of the stars <laughs> of the movie, and I'm not talking to Minnie Cooper here. Uh, but yeah, uh, truly appreciate this movie. It's one I will watch over and over again. Again. Yeah. Acting a little bit cringeworthy. I, I yeah. think that is probably a theme of most of the movies yeah. on this list. I've got a couple that the acting is spot on, the story's pretty good. Yeah. Uh, but this is another one that's a little cheesy, uh, a little corny, but that's also kind of the genre. Sure. So, uh, according to IMDb, we're 60 million budget and gross US 106. Cumulative worldwide, one seventy six. So, yeah, it made made its money back. So it's, it did yeah. well. Uh, sixty million dollars. They were only stealing thirty five million dollars in gold bars. So, you know, <laughs> there you go. Just borrow the money for the film and not return it, right? <laughs> uh, it was part of the job. Like, see, that's what we know. had to do. Oh yeah. That would be like an Ocean's twist to yes. a film right there. Wouldn't it? Uh, I love the Ocean's yeah, movies. Yeah, those are good. Those are really good, but we're here to talk about cars. There are eh, barely cars in those movies. Barely. But there, there are cars in those movies. Yeah. All right, so uh, now to talk about one that I did not see in theaters. It is recent. Okay. Uh, and I, <laughs> it was very late in the game before I saw it. I've only seen it in perhaps the last month, month and a half, uh, since the uh, whole shelter-in-place no, all yeah. that happened. Uh, I, I think you know where I'm going with this one. This one bucks the trend of story, bucks the trend of oh bad acting. Oh my gosh. Uh, it, it was just a great all-around movie, uh, and that is Ford versus Ferrari. Um, the reason I did not go see that in, in theaters is, I've mentioned before, we've got a two-year-old. Uh, we can't just pack up and go to the movies whenever we want. Uh, when we do go out, we are very strategic about where we go and what we go and do. And, oh, yeah. Um, so, 
we both enjoyed the movie, my wife and I, um, but we watched it in the comfort of our home while our kid was in the room, just <laughs> to the side of us, uh, yeah. asleep. And so, yes, uh, we waited for it to come out, saw it in, at home, but an amazing, amazing retelling of mostly factual information. Oh, man, yeah. <laughs> well, and I've, I've seen, um, like, I was a huge fan of Carol Shelby before the film came right. out. Um, I have, I have loved the Daytona Coupe. I have loved the Shelby Cobra. I have loved the GT forever. Um, and this, this film kind of brings them all together along with Carol and Miller. And I mean, it just, uh, yeah, the whole, the whole thing, the, the little bits of, um, artistic freedom that they took throughout the film were seamlessly done right. absolutely beautiful beautiful storytelling if you have not seen this film yeah this is a must from both of us you we have say, go got out to see this now, film I will say it is a long one uh, do I have run time 152 minutes yeah, it's, it's, it's a long movie yeah. uh, so carve out some time to be invested in it uh, a little backstory here so both Matt and I are from Texas uh, so is the movie's main character, uh, Carol Shelby, played by Matt Damon. Uh, the I, late which Carol Shelby. I would argue, best ever performance from Matt Damon I've really? ever seen. I, absolutely spectacular. I'll have to rack my brain, but yes, I, it, it was a really good performance. Of, of the Damon that I have right, seen, right. I, that would be my uh, argument. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, I'm not going <laughs> to argue with you right now. Okay. Uh, give give me time. I might okay, I might right. come up with something to argue with you about. I mean, we did we did just talk about oceans, but yeah. that that was again comedic. Uh, but yes, so um, I mentioned before this is a retelling of actual events, uh, mostly factual, so based on a true story. Yeah. Uh, of <laughs> I I just loved seeing the backstory of. The swagger of this Texan. Oh man! Uh, coming in uh, and telling the bigwigs, <laughs> the man in charge at Ford, whose last name happens to be Ford. Yeah. <laughs> uh, how they're going to do things and what they're going to do, uh, and just kind of calling the shots. Yeah. Uh, for the most part, throughout the movie. Well, I don't want to spoil. Yeah. The whole thing, but and, uh, and, and rightly so. Right. Right. Carol had been too. Lamont several years in a row um, and had decided not to uh, race anymore but had the pedigree had the know-how had the car right um, and Ford came to him with some financial backing and said we want to win right and he delivered right movie kind of paints it as a uh he needed the money kind of thing. Right. Uh, I don't know how true that was, but uh, very interesting to see kind of the, the, the retelling and the backstory and just how uh, offended the American <laughs> uh, side of things got uh, from the Italians over there oh, yeah. at Ferrari. Uh, but especially when you've got Enzo Ferrari, the founder of Ferrari, going up against, what was it, the grandson? of uh, Henry Ford at that point in time? I, I think it was the second. Second? So the son of Henry Ford? Yeah. Doesn't matter. 
Either way. Y- y'all can correct me, right? Fix it later, yeah. <laughs> uh, no, I'll, I'll let them... Oh, I'll let them... Okay, me. all right. Uh, not worth it. I'll be editing this week. So. <laughs> <laughs> so y'all can have a video to watch on Friday. Uh, but... Oh, yeah. Uh, definitely a good movie. Uh, great way to spend 152 minutes. Um, a good car story. Good story story. Oh, uh, man, yes. Focuses just as much on the people as it does on the cars and again going back to the genre uh, most car movies are geared toward an audience that don't care really about the story they just want to see their favorite car on screen doing some awesome tricks Um, which will lead us into next week's episode we've got quite a few of those (laughs) Um, so that'll be worth coming back and, and looking at so all right. Any other thoughts on Ford v Ferrari? Uh, just that everyone and their mom need to see, see that it. film. Yes. Uh, I'll be vulnerable with this one and say that this is one of two car films that has ever made me cry. Oh, okay. um, the storyline is incredible, mm-hmm. and and the way the film ends. I won't spoil it for anybody who hasn't seen it yet. You need to go see it. Yep. Um, but uh, absolutely spectacular, spectacular film. I might have cried at some car movies, but for an entirely different reason. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just leave it at that. Okay. All right. And now, a word from our sponsors. Back to the episode. So, I have one, and it's kind of a franchise film... But only to a point. Uh, they, they tried to remake it again, and it wasn't Jason Statham, so it wasn't worth mm-hmm. doing it again. And that would be The Transporter, the mm-hmm. first one. Uh, and I think it was just here within the past couple of years that they started remaking yeah. those or adding to them or whatever it was. I didn't even see them. Um, but the first one, the original Transporter film, Jason Statham, uh, love it. Absolutely love it. Uh, it was, I think that was one of my first Statham films, and, uh, and, and... I'm trying to think what mine would be. Your first Statham film? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I've, I've seen him in lots. Yeah. Uh, but he's one of my favorites. Um, but the... He's got that gritty, I don't care. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. And, and the role and his yeah. character, like, they just, perfectly. they, yeah, it was great. It was a lot of fun. Uh, fun movie, lots of cool driving stuff, a decent storyline, yeah. some decent acting to it. Um, yeah, I think you know typecasting probably played a little bit of a role there, but it worked for that film. It was it was really well. It's good. like uh, Tony Stark and uh, Robert yeah. Downey Jr. When you've got the right actor and the right character, oh yeah, it, it doesn't matter. Definitely, definitely. So I can't rebut you too much on this one. Okay. Guilty. Hadn't seen it. Okay. So, roast me if yeah. I need to see it in the comments. It's perfectly it's, fine with it. It's worth a watch. Yeah. It's not quite to the point of being, well, it's definitely not to the point of being Ford v. Ferrari. Right. Um, you know, this would be one that that you could watch while you're doing something else and it would be okay because you'd see enough of it to follow the storyline. Right. Ford v. Ferrari, like, you need to sit down. And truly invest. After you've made the popcorn, after you've poured <laughs> yourself a couple of drinks, 
turn all the lights out on the big screen yeah. and just absorb that film. This Break one, yeah, oh, yeah. oh yeah. Uh, and that's one thing I really didn't. Going back, way back to Gone in Six Seconds, the 2003 version, uh, and how influential it was to me at 14 years old. Uh, the scene in which Bounds uh, and naming uh, from the exhaust note all the different cars, that's where I was like, huh, I can't do that. I've referenced in the podcast there are certain vehicles that just naturally oh, yeah. you can tell uh, from hanging around them long enough. Uh, I'm nowhere to the level the characters because I, I, I know Nick well probably Nick Cage maybe well, who knows yeah. how much of a car guy he is but uh, some yeah. of that was probably embellished a little yeah. bit though yeah. yeah so anyway but yeah I transporter hadn't seen it my bad <laughs> uh, I've got a few just kind of honorable mentions before okay. I throw out my last standalone non-franchise before we dive into the next one and we may venture into them they okay. are these are more car stars in non-car movies okay so uh, they're probably not on your list but I felt that they just they had to be mentioned yeah so yeah. honorable mentions All right. so um, pretty much any Batmobile okay I mean growing up watching Batman right. who didn't want to drive the Batmobile. Right. Uh, I've seen several Batmobiles. Yeah, Batmobiles yeah. in person. What's your favorite? Uh, <laughs> just from a goofy standpoint, the Adam West Batmobile. Yeah. I've seen that one in person. Yeah. Um, I'd say the most iconic and classic is the one I grew up with, and that would be the Michael Keaton one, which right. I've seen most often. They used to have one sitting outside of uh, the Batman ride at Six Flags oh, over yeah. Texas. Yeah. In Dallas or Arlington, don't roast me for that one. <laughs> um, and then we had one recently. Was it this year? At this year's car, it, yeah. car show here in Tyler, Texas. So uh, I've seen that one a lot. But the tumbler, absolutely. If <laughs> if I could have a tumbler yep. with the breakout, um, uh-huh. what they call it? It wasn't a bat bike. What was it? Uh, yeah, whatever it was. The, the motorcycle yeah. thing. That thing was awesome. Oh yeah. And. Um, just on a side note, uh, I've recently traveled to Chicago where uh, The Dark Knight was filmed primarily and did a walking tour by myself at night, probably not the best idea in Chicago, <laughs> of all like the major scenes oh, that's in cool. that movie. And the most fun part was uh, like the uh, big tumbler chase scene with yeah. the Joker uh, when they are in uh i'm trying to remember the name of the street that they gave it on uh the movie but when they were underground in the tunnel uh that was the street my hotel was on no kidding so like i didn't have to walk far for that one. Oh, that's really cool and then the big scene where they flipped the semi-truck yep. that was like a mile and a half two miles away from the hotel so naturally i had to go see that well, and of I course. Took yeah. all kinds of pictures while yeah. i was there uh but that movie uh truly awesome and Especially in that one, the car was a pivotal character. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, so, have you seen the the teaser one. photo yes. of the new muscle bat yes. mobile thing? We've shared so, it on our Facebook and Instagram. So dig through our Instagram yes. and you can find it. I found out the guy who helped design that vehicle may have been the sole designer of that vehicle has also designed the Hunicorn, the Huna truck. Uh, and two or three other rigs for uh, some of the livery and things for Ken Block for his cars. Nice. 
uh, and is currently so designing a new Fox body for Ken Block. So there's a lot of legit car stuff going oh, on man. with the new Batmobile. Oh, yeah. I'm very interested in to see. Uh, so for those of you unaware with Batman culture, of which we're both well in tuned, uh, there is a new <laughs> Batman coming out uh, starring Robert Pattinson. Uh, sometime, sometime when movies start yes. coming out again. So we'll see that one. Oh, yeah. Uh, the last honorable mention, uh, because the other one, the car plays bigger. I'll save that for next week. Okay. But the, the last honorable mention for tonight, uh, Back to the Future. Oh, yeah. So the DeLorean, the right. time machine. Right. Had to bring it up. It was in our Dream Car Bracket Challenge. Uh, it, it definitely served a role. Uh, it brought that car's popularity to something that it never would have seen any other way. Oh yeah. So, I have I have mentioned that one. Two honorable mentions. Okay. Um, and they're they're kind of the same, but they're not. So, Herbie the Love Bug, the that had to be mentioned by I, you. It I had mean, to be had mentioned. To be, yes. Um, I and really great films, hilarious films. Uh, the originals. Um, Herbie the Love Bug, Herbie oh. Rides Again, um, <laughs> the original. Herbie Goes Bananas. Herbie goes to Monte Carlo. You don't like the remakes. Fully Loaded was okay. Um, it was Lindsay Lohan who did okay. It was an interesting story, which was okay. But the minute that Herbie goes to NASCAR, like the suspension of disbelief thing has to kick in for the entire rest of the film, right? Because there's no way that that car could ever keep up with 200 mile an hour race cars. It's just. It, but it's Herbie. But. That's the other honorable mention, and that is the NASCAR Herbie. Yeah. I love the look <laughs> of the NASCAR Herbie. And so they had two cars. They had the stunt car that, mm-hmm. that was basically just a shell that they would tow behind whatever to do the camera shots right. with with her in it and stuff like that. Then they had a legit race car, Herbie car, shots. which had a turbocharged flat-four air-cooled Volkswagen engine in it. Like 300-horsepower scooting little sucker out of that <laughs> little Volkswagen. Belt. Yeah. Um, so pretty cool little fun facts there about about that one. So those are my those are my honorable mentions. Yeah, I knew Herbie had to be in here somewhere. See? You <laughs> can't go without mentioning Herbie. Well and I have got I keep having more films come to me. I know. Uh, it's tough and like I said, we have forgotten some. So don't and, and an honorable mention car and you're gonna kick me for this one. I hope you can't reach me under the table. The general elite. Right now, I will, I will, I will stop. I will stop the cringing by saying this. There's a reason we have not mentioned the Dukes of Hazard movies, because the Dukes of Hazard movies will no. just—they're not. No. It's not worth it. No. Um, if you want good Dukes of Hazard, old school jumps, horrible acting. Uh, TV show. All that it's TV show. We're not From doing TV 80s. shows this time, so you know that's we'll just yeah, we'll leave that one alone. But I had to mention the car. All right, so my last one, I've only seen it once. Um, probably would buy it if it weren't for the language in right. it, uh, which the genre is kind of guilty of. Yeah. Um, and you might have picked that out from some of the movies <laughs> that I've listed. They aren't terrible, but like right. Ricky Bobby. Oh, yeah, I'm was... used to watching the edited version of that one. <laughs> I, I do own the unedited version, but even that's got some stuff that, yeah. I mean, a lot of garbage that doesn't need to be in there. But anyway, 
Love this movie. Seen it once. Again, mostly due to the language. Uh, had some great stunt scenes in it. Uh, great soundtrack. Uh, great actors. Really good story. Relatively cheap yeah. compared to some of the things we've talked about oh, recently. Yeah. Let's see. It came out in 2017. So, very modern movie wow. with a very low budget. So, uh, 2003's Gone in 60 Seconds, what did I say, 90 million? Yeah. So, this had a third of that. And, and uh, 17 years later. Yeah, yeah. So, 15 years uh, later. Let's see, it grossed 108 in USA, worldwide, 227. So, wow. it did really well worldwide. Uh, any guesses as to what it is before I'm, I'm mention it? I'm drawing a flat blank. I wonder if you've even seen it. So, I'm, Baby Driver. I have not seen that one, but it intrigues me. Yes. That's where I stood. I did yeah. not see it in the theaters, I had been hearing about it. Uh, so I've heard about it from car people and non-car people alike uh, because there will be the audiophiles who say the soundtrack is amazing, which the soundtrack is really good. Uh, it's kind of one of the characters of the movie is okay. the music. Um, I'll, I'll read the synopsis from yeah. IMDb first. Baby is a young and partially hearing impaired getaway driver who can make any, uh, any wild move while in motion with the right track playing. It's a critical talent he needs to survive in his indentured servitude to the crime boss, Doc, who values his role in the meticulously planned robberies. However, just when Baby thinks he's finally free and clear to save his own life with his new girlfriend, Deborah, Doc uh, coerces him back for one more job. Now saddled with a crew of thugs too violently unstable to keep Doc's plans, Baby finds himself and everything he cares for in terrible danger. Uh, to survive and escape the coming uh, storm, it, it will take all of Baby's skill, wits, and daring, but even on the best track, can he make it when his life is forcing him to face the music? Mm. So, uh, again, really good uh, cast, really good. Here's some of the people. Uh, Ansel Elgort. Okay. Um, you might know him from some teen movies and stuff like that. He was the brother in the Divergent series. Okay. Uh, he was a, oh, yeah, okay. the, lead, yeah. uh, the lead male character in Fault in Our Stars. Um, so, okay, uh, yeah, he's had some. Yeah. Um, let's see, John Hamm is in it. Uh, Lee James, Morgan Brown, Kevin Spacey's in it. He plays a big role. Um, cool. I'm going to have to watch Jamie Foxx is in it, which I'm not saying his name on here. Where is he? Mm -hmm. I know Jamie Foxx is in there. He plays a big role. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, great cast, great soundtrack, uh, really good story, and uh, definitely worth a watch yeah. without the kids around. Yeah, fair uh, enough. Again, dealing with a little mature concept, uh, I read it in that synopsis. Uh, that there are um, some violent thugs that yeah. get involved. The everything takes a turn. You can imagine if I've already said I didn't like <laughs> because of the language, kind of where that goes. Oh yeah. Um, but definitely an interesting way to spend. Let's see how long is that? 113 minutes. So it's not too terribly long. No. Hour and a half. Yeah. Just over an hour and a half. So definitely worth checking out. And, cool. Um, and I'm adding that one to my to be watched yep. list. So, which brings us to the end of this episode. Just a reminder that this is a two-parter. Yes. So we will be talking, leaning a little more heavily next week into uh, franchises. 
and our thoughts on fr movie franchises that focus on cars. There are several good ones. There are some good ones. And some stinkers. Yeah. So, uh, very much look forward to get, getting into that, but what do you think on uh, today's uh, list? Did we leave any out? Uh, keep in mind, again, next week we're talking franchises, so I can already hear you Fast and Furious fanboys. Oh, yeah. It's okay. We're getting it's coming. better. It's coming. <laughs> but uh, let us know what you think about uh, the list today. Uh, do fast, we fast fanboy right here. <laughs> this is me. Did we completely gloss over something that you love? Are we too new and modern? Uh, <laughs> do we not know enough or do enough justice to something that you love that we brought up? Anyway, let us know in the comments. Let us know on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Go to our website. Send us an email. Whatever you have to do. Comment on YouTube. Let us know. Um, what you got over there, Matt? I have, actually, fresh in the mailbox today. <laughs> my, Perfect timing. I know. Uh, my gearhead shirt. Uh, Ethan got his in a couple of weeks ago. My youngest. Little gearhead. Yep. Love so it. we've got stuff for the, the big gearhead and the little gearhead. That's it. That's it. And we've and even got some for the female gearhead. For the ladies. Because it goes all the way around. Oh, yeah. Uh, my wife's uh, tank. She's a huge tank top shirt fan, uh, and she says she's worn this a handful of times already. She loves this shirt. It uh, fits her very well, and uh, she's she's super stoked about it. And don't forget, we have a hat too. Yeah, my hat's yours is on order, isn't it? On its way. I got a uh, navy blue trucker hat. So um, stickers, the stickers are the available. Stickers are cool. Yep. So they're really cool. Yeah. Uh, we've got even more merch out there. We've got blankets. So one of our friends has ordered a blanket. Yeah. I told her to send us a picture as soon as it comes in. Just oh, so yeah. we can see what it looks like. Uh, but all that can be found. Uh, there's a shop button on our website. Again, hit us up. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. All at GT Garage Talk. You can find us on YouTube. You can find us anywhere. But GTGarageTalk.com. 